Hello, and welcome to I Am Dad podcast with your fatherhood authority, Kenneth Braswell. 30 minutes of wisdom, information, resources, and nuggets to help you on your fatherhood journey. Or maybe you're just curious and want to hear some real talk about fatherhood, family, and the minds of men. Well, guess what? We got you too. Sit back, grab your pad and pen, and maybe even bring a little something to sip on. Enjoy 30 straight minutes of fatherhood, family, and fun with the fatherhood authority, Kenneth Braswell. Hello, hola, how y'all doing? What's up? Thanks for joining the first episode of I Am Dad podcast. My name is Kenneth Braswell, your host. Well, most of the time, from time to time, I will have others serve as guest hosts. One reason is to give you a break the other reason is so that you'll have a chance to hear different voices and perspectives. Let me tell you a little bit about me. And so what have I been doing for most of my life? Well, I spent over 32 years in the service of family and community. A husband and father of five, I created Fathers Incorporated FI in 2004, and I serve as its chief executive officer. For 12 years, FI has also served as a prime contractor for HHS's National Responsible Fatherhood Clearinghouse, Fatherhood Gov. In 2006, I became the director of the New York State Fatherhood Initiative, overseeing more than $11 million in programs. I also conducted a $1 million comprehensive evaluation, and I managed the New York State non-custodial earned income tax credit. Throughout my career, I've managed over $72 million in fatherhood programs. I'm an author, a documentarian, a filmmaker, a certified master life coach, and an anger management specialist too, amongst other things. In 2021, I was fortunate to be honored by Oprah Winfrey and the OWN Network for my work with Black Fathers. In 2019, I was honored by the Atlanta Business Chronicle with the Small Business Person of the Year Award servant entrepreneur, and in 2020, with the Leader in Corporate Citizenship Award. I'm an author of several books for children and adults, a sought-after speaker, a social entrepreneur, a blogger, and a documentarian filmmaker. My works have been seen by New York Times, CNN, PBS, Good Morning America, Ebony, and Black Enterprise. Fatherhood is not only my work, but it's my mission. In addition, I've had numerous awards bestowed upon me, including the Black Enterprise Man of Distinction Award. I was a 40 under 40 awardee and have received the prestigious Ebony Manifest Honors Award and the inaugural Black and Married with Kids Standards Award. So now that I've told you about me, let's chat a little bit about Fathers Incorporated. Fathers Incorporated, FI, is a national 501c3 nonprofit organization with an 18-year history as a nationally recognized fatherhood promotion organization. FI is a leader in the fatherhood field and is known for its national and local media and outreach focus on improving fatherhood engagement in the lives of their children. The FI teams offers a wide array of trusted partnerships, lessons learned from years of working with fatherhood programs, and a nimble expert-led team and staff who support the critical work of responsible fatherhood. Our values, integrity, and the priority we place on relationships and collaboration within our team and with the field undergirds project stability 
and fosters trust and cooperation amongst fathers and human service program operators throughout Metro Atlanta and across the country. Here's what we like to say. People know us, people like us, and people want to work with us. From employment and incarceration issues to child support and domestic violence, FI addresses long-standing problems to achieve long-term results for children, their families, the communities, and the nation in which they live. FI believes that the presence or absence of fathers shapes the way children view the world and interact with people, and that fathers are an essential element in successful families and thriving, stable, healthy communities. Ooh, that was a lot, but you know what? It was necessary. We needed to go through all of that. As I have labored over the last several months in preparing for our first episode of I Am Dad, I've struggled with who would be my first guest. Well, after much deliberation, I have decided for it to be myself. Not because I think I'm more interesting than anyone else, but because I think we're going to need a great trivia question 20 years from now when someone asks the question, who was the first guest on I Am Dad podcast? Seriously, though, I thought this would be a great way to introduce myself, why I decided to do the podcast, and the vision I have in mind for the dialogue. Over the last 32 years of my community service and the last 18 specifically doing this work of responsible fatherhood, I have seen, I have heard, and I have done a lot. And over all that time, I've come to one conclusion. No matter how I've been described as a dad, how I've been seen as a dad, no matter how my children feel about me as a dad, at the end of the day, nothing else matters. Why? Because I am dad period. This podcast will attempt to make that point clear because it really doesn't matter how you see us, describe us, or relate to us. The fact that we are dad doesn't change one iota. Now listen, research on fatherhood has grown exponentially during the last 30 years. Once considered important only for their financial contributions to the family, fathers today are also recognized for their roles as caregivers, playmates, and nurturers. According to the research scan of the National Responsible Fatherhood Clearinghouse, there are gaps in our understanding of fathers and fatherhood in the United States. The research field has not kept pace with the increasing diversity of U.S. fathers and families. Therefore, we generally have a poor understanding of fatherhood amongst diverse racial and ethnic populations, specifically in these three areas insufficient data. There is insufficient demographic data on fathers in general. For example, research has documented some characteristics of fathers who live with their children, but very little information is available about what U.S. fathers or fathers in this country as a whole look like and experience. Second, different populations. There is a lack of research about fatherhood across different populations of fathers, i.e. fathers who are formerly incarcerated, immigrant fathers, resident versus non-resident fathers, and fathers with multiple partner fertility. Number three, research is needed. More research is needed on the effects of fatherhood on men. For example, do men experience the benefits of fatherhood in terms of employment, health, and community involvement if they have one or more children with whom they are not in contact? The research don't lie. 
Children whose fathers are stable and involved are better off on almost every cognitive, social, and emotional measure developed by researchers. It's an actual factual, baby. Children, families, and communities do better when fathers reach their full potential. Also, Pew Social and Demographic Trends report quoted in 2011 that fathers who live with their children full-time or part-time have become more intensely involved in their lives, spending more time with them and taking part in a greater variety of activities. Yet, with all the great things we know about dad and we've learned about dad, the bad continues to come with the good. Fathers today are staying home more than ever, spending as much time with their children as their fathers did. Converging responsibility with the mothers of their children and so much more. Oh, and if you're wondering about black dads, they are the most engaged dads of any other cohort of fathers in this country. Over the past 18 years, Fathers Incorporated has focused this work on addressing long-standing problems to achieve long-term results for children, their families, and the communities that they live in. Our services continue to seek to build the capacity of fathers, address the issues that may further fragment and increase the adversarial relationship between fathers and mothers. Part of that work is in ensuring that we educate our society and hold them responsible for the messaging that they project. It's hard enough attempting to impact men against a myriad of degrading messages and societal thought around fathers, let alone having the desire of corporations attempt to make a dollar at the expense of fatherhood myths. Yes, myths. Research is a wonderful thing when you refer to it before engaging in a campaign to sell products, elevate the pain from a broken relationship, or pay back for a failed relationship. I'm not naive enough to think for one moment that we don't have some work to do. However, the notion that a day like Father's Day that I look forward to each year to celebrate is still used as the butt of corporate jokes for the sake of making a dollar sickens me. Listen, I get it. You probably didn't give it much thought when you posted the meme or you made the remark or was presented a bad idea to print a t-shirt about dads. Probably even got a good laugh around a friend who didn't want to spoil the mood. Well, we as fathers, we ain't laughing. There is absolutely nothing funny or humorous about diminishing our role as a parent. Yes, we do take our role as parents seriously. And by the way, I ain't so serious that I can't take a joke that's only when it's funny. Ultimately, that's my goal, to deal with the ups and downs, good and bad and the ugly, address the truth and the lies, encourage dads to be accountable while at the same time recognizing, encouraging, and affirming the incredible need for both their worth and presence. If it's about dad, I want to talk about it. In a blog I wrote in 2015 entitled, How Many Times Should I Hit My Son? in the face with the ball. I talked about the importance of recognizing when my life as a father intersected with my life without a father. This is what I wrote. The other day, I attended my six-year-old son's basketball game. While basketball game might be a loose description for 10 little boys running from one end of the court to the other, never dribbling, passing, or hitting a shot. However, for my son and his imagination on that court, he was right in the middle of an Xbox game between me and the 92 Chicago Bulls and the 89 Los Angeles Lakers, where Jordan never passes the ball 
plays 48 minutes every game and averages 63 points. A far cry from even Jordan's reality, but in this game with my son, it is a reality. Anyway, that game was where the computer skills of my son and the reality of the organized chaos on this particular game did not match up. I noticed that he wasn't doing a very good job catching the ball. So that night when we got home, I had him go into his room and bring out a small beach ball. Upon which that that time I began to talk to him about following the ball into his hands and squeezing with the hopes that he would learn in one night not to let the ball come through his hands that hit him in his face or his chest. After about 25 or so times going back and forth with the throws, he began to catch the ball with his hands. However, not before I plastered his face with it about several times in an attempt to show him that the ball doesn't always come slow. I was happy because he found it amusing and I kept hitting him in the face. I tried to tell him that a beach ball doesn't hurt, but a basketball or a baseball does hurt, but he didn't care. Then it occurred to me. I never had the chance to play catch with my father and given the chance, I believe that I would not have cared if he hit me in the face all night long, as long as I was able to enjoy a game of catch with my father. So on some level, I guess you can never hit your son too many times in the face, at least with a beach ball. My hope is that each time he successfully catches a ball in whatever sport throughout his life, that there is a small part of him that remembers that I taught him that. In a way, that's the sum total of why I wanted to launch this blog, giving life to fatherhood stories that highlight the fact that I am dad, we are dad, period. Thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. You've been listening to I Am Dad podcast. We hope that you have been informed, encouraged you to think, or even inspired your heart for the love of dads. The conversation does not end here. Come back and join us next week. Same time, same place. Or you can continue the dialogue on our I Am Dad Facebook page. We also invite you to listen to past episodes, learn more about us, and keep up with special activities by visiting IamDadPodcast.com. That's IamDadPodcast.com. Until next time, I leave you with this reminder of manhood from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Because of this reminder, I will always understand that I am dad, period. Period.